everybody, it's John at Ubaldi Reports, the podcast that provides fact, not fiction, as it regards America dealing with issues impacting the nation, whether domestically or internationally. And as always, I know we do this once a week. Our goal is to do it every day, Monday through Friday. But there's a lot to talk about from immigration to Capitol Hill, the recent primary in Nevada, What's going on in the Middle East that impacts the United States? There is so much to discuss. I want to talk about the primary in Nevada <laughs> that a write-in got more votes, votes than Nikki Haley. Nikki Haley. Okay, and then the write-in is not our choice, right? Yeah, I believe so. <laughs> and then Trump wasn't on the ballot, not because Nevada was doing anything. It was just did he not want to be on it, or I. I, I I had that reason why, and I can't remember right offhand. But either way, he wasn't really on the ballot, and Nikki Haley came in second to to a write-in. To a write-in. To to nobody. She literally came in second to nobody. But it just shows that the primary is pretty much, this is Donald Trump's race. But does it kind of send a message to her saying, hey, hey, chick, time to bow out? I think it does. It does sound... uh, I mean, she doesn't have any... She doesn't have any standing when it comes to being considered for any cabinet that Trump is having the way she spoke of him, right? Well, the thing is, you can look back at previous presidential race. Like one of the case comes to mind is um, George H.W. Bush ran against uh, then-candidate Ronald Reagan in 1980. Mm -hmm. And uh, H.W. Bush won Iowa. But Bush, I mean, Reagan came back strong in New Hampshire, and then he started rocking up victories. Uh, Bush then did win a, one or two primaries, but then he just he he bowed out at a certain period, and Reagan tapped him to be um, his vice president. He even used his chief of staff, which was uh, James Baker, who later became Secretary of State in the Bush administration, mm-hmm. at least H.W.'s administration, and. He was actually, and there was a lot of conservatives didn't want James Baker to be the um, chief of staff. Okay. And James Baker became one of the most consequential chief of staffs. Don't touch that thing. No, in in (laughs) history. And what I mean by that, he was there for the tax cuts. He was there for the the, um, uh, making Social Security um, uh, solvent. When this is when he switched over to the Secretary of Treasury. Trump is a different. Person. He is a different he, breed. He doesn't necessarily hold a grudge, but he holds a grudge. He, he holds a grudge. So if, like, DeSantis, I don't know, he, do you think DeSantis might have a position no. in his cabinet? I think it's I think it's going to be different. I'm not sure who's all going to be in the cabinet, but I know for a fact it's not going to be Ron DeSantis, not because he has a grudge against DeSantis. I think well, we're, DeSantis not looking, we're not talking vice president. We're just talking about— No, but in the cabinet, I just know, don't see him being— Maybe uh, Vivek Ramaswamy. Maybe I'm not really sure. I think um, I think he's going to tap some different individuals that we may not think about. Okay. And I think even when it comes to vice president, I think it's going to be a, a different choice. It Is he going to go female? Or is he just sticking with male? You think? Um, I kind of lean on like male. There's talk it would be Tim Scott. Oh. The, the one person that I like. Would be um, Elise Stefanik of New York. She is a very staunch conservative, but she's also can appeal to 
the uh, suburban women because she has she's married obviously but she also has just had a recent baby i think about a year or two ago mm-hmm. so she can understand those issues and that can um bring support to that um that so, that that demographic that may not be so supportive of trump so, and she really nailed a lot of the um college uh, prof- the um harvard professors and mit professors doing the anti-semitic so american possum said vp is tulsa tulsi I don't know. Oh, Tulsi Gabbard. Yeah. I think that's who she's... Tulsi Gabbard wouldn't be a bad choice because she's... um, She sounds a lot... She seems conservative. She ran for president in 2020, and she really tore into Kamala Harris in the debate, not in a nasty way, but she really showed her mettle in the debate, and Kamala Harris had no response to it. But was was she running as a... A Democrat at the time? She was running as a Democrat. This could be a way, almost like in 2008, uh, John McCain was thinking of bringing in Joe Lieberman as his vice president. And Joe Lieberman gave the keynote address at the Republican convention. So Mm -hmm. you never know. With Donald Trump, he's always unconventional, unpredictable. So anybody could come out of this. Yeah. So we'll just have to see. Now, what about like the way our current administration, how Biden is kind of handling things like that? I think just recently he was talking about um, talking or hanging out with a French president had Francois, been, that had France, been dead since 1993. 90, 90, 96. Okay, Francois Mitterrand. Okay. And he was president for a number of years. Is but he then just he, misremembering stuff or is it just... The problem with this, it goes back to... Um, what Steve Ducey asked um, John Kirby, the press spokesman for the president, and he said, how do we trust the administration when you didn't even tell us the health history or the health uh, concern of your secretary of defense who was out of commission? Nobody knew where he was for four days. Yeah. So right now, we don't know. We're just only taking the word of the administration that he's fine. But when you have a president that doesn't remember that Francois Mitterrand passed away 30 years ago yeah and he's saying i just met him and he stumbles a lot he doesn't hold press conferences when he does like today he hold a a kind of a press conference two questions and then he stumbled and he was he was done yeah so you're not so he's not debating is that yeah at this point what he's gonna do town halls i would be surprised if he does a debate because i think his handlers want to control what he says yeah and you can't control them when you're in a debate. And if Doesn't I was, it sounds weird though. It sounds weird. You you're the president of the United States, and you have handlers. You have people controlling. Well, you always you, you have people controlling you how you run the country. Well, but you've always had people that advise you and give you um, prep your your schedule and everything. But this one is at a, at a different level we've never seen before. Mm-hmm. Now, when Donald Trump debated Joe uh, Joe Biden in 2020, the first debate. I think Donald Trump made a mistake by kept attacking him, attacking him, attacking him. And it was the same way back and forth. You didn't learn anything. So he should just let him talk. Let him talk. Kind of hang himself like that. Yeah. Now, this time, it's different. When In 2020, when Joe Biden was running, he was the, um, the challenger. So now you're running off Joe. I mean, Donald Trump had to defend his record. Yeah. This time, Joe Biden is the... Um, but is the president okay? But hold on, is the president? Well, now Joe Biden has to defend his record, 
and all Joe, all Donald Trump has is let Joe Biden talk. Yeah. Pin him down on questions and let him spin it out of it. Like one of the things he should have asked him is, Mr. President, you said at the debate in 2020 that the laptop was Russian disinformation. Yeah. You said these 51 intelligence leaders said this was all the hallmark of Russian disinformation. Since we've, um, since then we have learned, and you said your your family didn't receive any money from China. Your own son admitted they received hundreds of thousands of dollars, and we have records of millions of dollars of going into China. Do you still stand by that statement? Let him spin himself out of that one. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think if it wasn't for COVID, Trump would be president Trump right would have been president. But look what we've learned with COVID. Anthony Fauci, who was the um, director of um, National Institute of Health and basically the COVID advisor, ridiculed anybody who even brought up the idea of not social distancing. Now we're finding out he even stated it wasn't based off fact or science. Well, let's go science. even further into that. I mean, you, you were, we were discussing off camera about the Biden administration silencing or telling Amazon to pull books. Yeah, to censor books, to change not, the... To, I guess, what's that Well, word? change the algorithm so the books that are trying to be yeah. well uh, not you know, let out for the public... How about the COVID vaccine? Send them down. Or, that's what they, but that's what they did to everything. And then they even admitted, Fauci even admitted that it's plausible... COVID started from a lab leak, and they ridiculed, ruined people's lives for bringing it up. So you talk about a president who's what about the many people that they killed because because remember that we we were talking about earlier, and I was talking with a coworker today. Those who claim to protect democracy are they themselves destroying democracy? You have Senator Elizabeth Warren of Massachusetts saying. We need to shut down these these areas. Is, is that like a version, like what the Biden administration did? Is that like a, almost like a version of like digital book burning? It is. That's Where, virtually what I it mean, is. But what about the difference between DeSantis censoring or banning certain books and curriculum? The only thing that people misunderstood what Ron DeSantis or Governor DeSantis did. All he did was age-appropriate books. Yeah. Now, does anybody rationally believe you – I mean, you've got – your daughter's in what? First grade? Mm-hmm. Do you believe that you want your daughter to learn about um, sexual positions or, geni- right geni- or sexual genitalia Might, or, uh, or penetration I, I, to, a, no, to no. your daughter? No. I'm, there's a school out in California. I'm hurting somebody. There's a school out in California where you have $250,000 of federal money went into this woke ideology that America should be wiped off the map. Mm-hmm. This is what's being taught in the schools. Yeah, I saw that. And, and, but she's like, because, you know what, I don't even go into there. But, the, but um, look so how... Beach Baby, I want to just kind of touch okay. on her before we keep on going. Is It says, what about tracking bank activity of citizens? Why? And that's another one that the, you were seeing that Bank of America and other institutions were tracking the bank statements or the bank expenditures of individuals, especially tied to those who are up and around the Washington, D.C. area. Why are private businesses doing that, though? What, That's the question the that benefit? needs to be asked. That's the question. These CEOs need to be know. Why are you turning these records over to the federal government? They even have 
I believe Bank of America, okay, you guys are starting a gun range. Yeah. They were tracking if anybody purchased a firearm, if you purchased a firearm through your bank records. Okay, so um, Leftover Eggs, cool, uh, said false, name the school or verification, please. Uh, oh, the think- one statement? that The school is in Hayward, California. Okay. I can't name the school offhand. I don't well, have. You will a, find it. I, I will find will. it. But I mean, it's. I know the school system. It's in Hayward, California. They were. They got a two hundred fifty thousand dollar grant, and they were one of the the person who was running that grant was saying that America should be wiped off the planet. Do you know her name? I I have. I got to look it up. I'm pretty sure. Google it's easy it. for me to find because Jonathan Turley, the constitutional scholar, I was reading his blog. He mentioned it on his. Um, blog post and he is no republican he's a he says he's a democrat i'm a liberal democrat and he was outraged that this is why um, parents are pulling their kids out when kids in the same school those kids can't read to grade level but yet they're teaching this stuff okay so left leftover eggs chimed in again said the the fed government has been tracking our movements and purchases for decades would you agree I would, I would agree think, with I would, so. I would agree with yeah. that statement. I would agree with that statement. Was that right? No. Uh, the GOA and the FPC announced today a lawsuit against the uh, that firearm tracking. The General Accounting Office. I think that's so. What, for, oh, that's okay. I know that's Ray. <laughs> right there, user, whatever your name is, get out of here. Snowden refilled that. Okay, uh, but going back to like the whole books and censorship and stuff like that. I mean, you know, how why would isn't Amazon just as big because they're complicit to what the government or the Biden well they are complicit wants to do? because what are there, there's a, there's actually a lawsuit going through the court system, but uh, it's uh, Missouri versus uh, uh, Joe Biden or the Biden versus Missouri, and what it is is it's um, censorship by proxy. The government can't censor you because they're barred by they're tied by the First Amendment. But what they're doing is they're working with the um, the media, they're working with social media companies, they're also working with Amazon and also the universities, like the, they mentioned uh, the University of Michigan, the University of Wisconsin, Stanford, Harvard, and others are heavily involved in censoring individuals or entities that they believed provided disinformation. Now. All those that they're censoring were proven right over mm-hmm. time. What we mentioned on COVID, what we mentioned on the, the Hunter Biden laptop. So when people say that the other side is a threat to democracy, you have to look at your own self. And this administration has been the worst president on censorship since John Adams. And you're going back almost 200 in 30, 30, 240 years. Yeah, I wouldn't think the Democrats would lean about less censorship than they would know they're, more. They're typically, the Democrats... How is, yeah, how is it that Republicans aren't like, okay? <laughs> but see, in a, in a true world, the Democrats were always against censorship. Okay. They were... The ACLU was always against... Well, I think against, they were against information making them look No, bad. no, but in the past, Democrats were always the party... That was against censorship. They were against government intrusion into what we read, see, and hear. That was the Democrat. Now now they're all about it. Now they're all because they have this warped view because it's Donald Trump. All rules go out the door. And people need to realize 
Before you start blaming the other side for a threat to democracy, you need to look at yourself. And if you don't think this is a problem, remember, you're setting a precedent and the pendulum can be swung the other way. Yeah. So if they're going after people you don't like, remember... The thing can go after, go back at you. Is Trump going to go on a... Okay, if Trump is reelected, is he going to go on a tirade, no. tirade and just start, hey, remember look all at, this stuff you tried doing to me? I'm going to do it to you. Let's look at his background. Remember in the 2016 election, his campaign moniker was lock her up. Yeah. Lock her up. As soon as he became president, did he do anything to go after Hillary Clinton? No. No. So this is... Um, he says this and it riles up the other side, but he's not going to do it. He's not going to. His best way to get back at the those that both from the Republicans and the Democrat is to get the economy moving, get solidify what's going on overseas, at least have some stability around the world. Okay. Uh, that's how you shut people up. So real quick, uh, Lefter Riggs chimes in. He says, I'm confused. I said, is Biden an inept buffoon or a diabolical mastermind? He's an idiot. I think Joe, I think I would put that into both categories. He is calculating to do this because he made some kind of fast use and bargain with the progressives, and he's inept because Joe Biden has never been in charge of everything. He's been in uh, in the Senate since 1973 when I was in third grade. Now I'm 59 now, so he's been in power, been in government for almost 50 years. So all the problems we're facing from the debt through energy to chi- the problems with China and Iran, he was part of it. So you are the GIRF, GIF, whatever. Uh, did he have any evidence to go up to her? Uh, I guess go up. You know, did Trump have any evidence to get Hillary Clinton when he was allowed to lock her up? There was evidence. One was the um, they never really fully investigated the Clinton Foundation. You know, the bleach bit. And then, well, not just that. The Clinton Foundation received hundreds of millions of dollars from foreign countries into their foundation. It it was kind of cool, too. They were thinking they were they were almost the way it was talked about. And I heard this through other podcasts is that basically Hillary Clinton, in order for you to sit down with the president, she was the secretary of state. So she would. Um, people that wanted to talk to the president would donate to her, Correct. her uh, their, foundation, the Clinton, the Clinton Foundation. So, and she would set up the meeting between her and Barack Obama. And then, remember Cheryl Mills, who was Hillary Clinton's chief of staff. She did some work on the Clinton Foundation while she was working as secretary, uh, the chief of staff, secretary of state. Mm-hmm. So it is um, Uma. Uh, what the heck, Abedin, her key advisor was the same thing. Yeah. So, but then you look at the whole Russians collusion scandal. This was paid for, so Hillary Clinton paid. Isn't that a separate thing? That's a different than lock her up. I mean, well, we, but were, that, we were trying to prove collusion through Trump, but basically it kind of but this is, in her face. But this could play into that because Hillary Clinton paid a foreign national to collect dirt on Donald Trump then illegally paid for that through her legal fees. But Obama's kind of guilty of that too, right? Well, Obama can be, I mean, I don't know how the laws are. Not the wiretapping, but. No, uh, but Obama can be guilty for being a conspiracy because uh, James Comey went to President Obama and Vice President Biden and explained to them that Hillary Clinton was floating this idea 
of tying Trump to Russian collusion to take the onus off her and why she lost the election. So um, Trump is, they've filed an amendment or something like that to all the court cases going on with Trump saying that he has presidential immunity. And I, they, think, it's, uh, I think it's on its way to the Supreme Court now, right? It's on, I mean, it's on its way to the Supreme <laughs> Court. One court ruled that he does not have uh, immunity so, on the, um, the election. I think it was the election interference. Okay. But if he does have presidential immunity, okay, that's good for him, but also not good for him because if the presidential immunity doesn't say stay or stick mm-hmm. and it says, oh, you don't have presidential immunity, then couldn't Trump, if he does come, go back in office, he can go after everybody in office that, quote unquote, committed a crime. Right. That's a plausible. That's a plausible scenario. So I mean, I think it's almost a win-win. In his case, if like if I was okay, if I was a vindictive person, I would definitely want that ruling to, well, to one go the against other, me. So I, as soon as I hit office, I'm like, I'm gonna get you. I'm gonna get you. But one of the I'm other problems you. with each of these cases is like start with um, the one case in um, Atlanta. Regarding tampering with the uh, the election in Georgia, you have the attor- the district attorney. She was caught. And she's has a romantic relationship with one of the key prosecutors that was paid through taxpayer dollars. Mm-hmm. So you have you're kind of stacking the deck, and you have an influencing in that. Right, real quick, CKB, you said that's completely false. Can you please be more specific? Yeah. so we can know what. We are being false about, or what we're saying is false. No, that would be a good point. If yeah, that would be that would but be helpful. Keep on going. Uh, wait, nice studio, the lighting. It's got a real vampire. Hey, I appreciate that. Yeah, appreciate that. We're doing it on a bootstrap budget. <laughs> <Yeah>. so. <laughs> this is actually in my mom's basement, buddy. So uh, give we're us trying a break. our best. We're trying to get, expand this to have a very better um, experience. So it's just give us a little time, and hopefully next month we're going to have something different. Yeah, we're gonna have a little bit more lighting. Yeah, and then I want to be, then I'll be able to do videos like when we talk about the Middle East. Oh, I can't wait! People are gonna be, like, are those gunshots we're hearing in the background? Yeah. But one of the when we come to like the Middle East, I want to discuss the Middle East, but I'll have a map of the Middle East in the background so I can point to different areas to yes. bring more context to it. Yes, CKB, he will use crayons and markers for you, just specifically. Okay, buddy. What was that? You know, it's him just being kind of a, he's being a D on, okay. uh, on TikTok. Oh, Russia. So, oh, okay. I think he's saying that the Russian collusion is completely false. There's reports that would maybe contradict your, you saying it's false, but sure. Okay. okay so he's saying, he or she is saying that the Russian collusion was false. I guess. Cause we were no, talking about the- Russia. No, but that's that's fact because you had three investigations. You had Robert Mueller's, then you had the Inspector General of the uh, Department of Justice, who was appointed by President Obama, and then you had John Durham, who said that there was no basis to have this continue. Yeah, I mean, you had Robert Mueller said you can start with the um, initially looking at it, but once they found no evidence, there was no reason. To keep this thing going. And then John Durham reported, which we didn't know, and when they interviewed in a court case um, the chief, the um, the campaign manager for Hillary Clinton, she goes, yeah, she paid for it. Mm-hmm. She's the one that started this. And that's where it came from. 
I mean, it's not. But then you got Adam Schiff, who's a, um, a representative from out of California. He's running for U.S. Senate. He's the one that said numerous times there's ample evidence, and he was chairman of the House Intelligence Committee during this period. He said there's ample evidence in plain view. He's never been asked. It was kind of mentioned at a debate last month, but he has never been asked, where's that evidence if it's there? I really don't know if this is for or against what we're talking about, but Leftover Egg says it was a report Hillary bought the still dossier from Republicans and ran it during the primaries. No, that was been de- that has been debunked. Okay. The, the Republicans started it at Fusion GPS, ended it in April of 2016. Mm-hmm. Hillary took it over from there, but she paid a foreign operative to get this um, to pay and paid for that dossier. I know, and then she paid a fine for it too. And then and then submitted that and pushed that evidence through the FBI. Yeah. So this was all Hillary Clinton's fault. Yeah, we've been talking about this for a while, but we still have to talk about the immigration problem. But I want to talk a little bit more about Tucker Carlson going to Russia. I would be... uh, Okay, I know we kind of play this as like a PG show or like a G show, but I would be scared shitless being Tucker Carlson in Russia knowing the history of American journalists being detained yeah but i think on this time tucker's tucker's a a prominent journalist i think if it would blow up it big in his face if uh, vladimir putin did anything to tucker carlson and i know there are some people who are opposed for him going not on that ground but more on why are you giving him a voice why shouldn't you interview people and challenge him and put him in and put them out. I would put the, the do the interview and make sure it's broadcasted throughout Russia. As, as we have the ability to do that. Let's touch on that in a second. But I mean, I mean, TikTok is kind of getting uh, blowing up for us. It says, by the way, you do you think that the cabinet bone spurs or Trump administration calling our heroes suckers and losers? That was, if I remember. If I can see where this person's going, when they were, to, there, that was an incident when uh, Donald Trump, when he was president, went to Bella Wood, which for every Marine knows was, was a very storied campaign um, during World War One, and there was a report he said that to those who had perished. That was written by Jonah Goldberg in the Atlantic. There was nobody in the room who heard that statement because okay. he he referenced General Kelly who was uh, Donald Trump's chief of staff. Yeah. And Kelly wasn't in the room. Now, John Bolton, who was no fan of Donald Trump, debunked that. That did not happen. That was never said. Okay. And this was what they call yellow journalism, crap journalism, because there was n- they, they showed no evidence and nobody who was a source was um, brought up to say, where did you get that information? Yeah. So CKB, there it is, all in crayon. Explain for you, buddy. Uh, Beach Baby, always good to, good to have her, you. Yeah. But it's, uh, he was probably safer there than here. I'm talking about Tucker Carlson. You mean safer in Russia? No, yeah. He was probably safer in Russia than he was here. Yeah, I would probably agree with that. <laughs> well, why are we in such a tizzy that he talked to Putin? Is it, because I think it's what is, it is. It, well, is it like a Oz, like behind a curtain kind of thing? I or? think it, it goes back to it's just anything that deals with Russia for some reason. It's just like 
the protest outside Nancy Pelosi's home regarding the issues over Gaza and some other issues, and she automatically throws out, you're a tool of Russia. You Go back to China where you came from. Okay. So I just think that they keep using this Russian narrative that just, I don't I, I can't, what's their fixation on that? Mm-hmm. But let Tucker interview Putin and hold him accountable for what he's doing. Yeah. There's, I don't see why any journalist wouldn't want to do the Would same thing. Would he tiptoe lightly about that? Because if you piss off Putin, you're going into No, because I think if Putin knows this is going to be widely broadcasted. So I think he's going to try to dance well, around. It's going to be all over X. Yeah, and I think it's... I think, I don't think it, Tucker has anything to worry about. Okay. Let's see. Uh, we got a few more minutes. Let's talk about immigration. I mean, okay. I, don't, I, I really don't think it's a non-issue. It's a non-issue right now. It will probably start ramping up again, uh, come closer to the election. Well, uh, it's a, it's still a huge issue because you still it, have it hundreds of thousands streaming across. Now, they tried to get a border deal. I read the board, the, uh, the, the bill that was released by the Senate on um, on Monday, I mean, everybody champions, oh, this is the best thing we've had in years. No, it's not. It still allows almost 1.8 million refugee, I mean, illegals to come across mm-hmm. or immigrants as they want to go. It does, I mean, you're getting 5,000 a day. Do the math. It's 1.5 to 1.8. Yeah. We're bringing in people from Latin America who have no skills, no education, or minuscule. It doesn't fix the asylum law. It doesn't do anything about the enforcement mechanism. doesn't do anything about putting a wall up or anything similar to that. It, it, it doesn't end sanctuary city where cities like New York are giving free money out, California, Illinois, uh, Den- I mean, all these cities. So it doesn't end all that. So I don't see how this is a good bill. I think it's the best thing to do is have it collapse. Okay, I mean, so, Biden can fix this by go, reversing all his executive orders and going by what worked before. So two last TikTok, TikTok questions, both are going to be from Beach Baby, is don't the citizens deserve to hear both sides? We're sending money. All we have heard is from Zelensky. The point is, like I've always said, I support arming the Ukrainians, not the way Joe Biden has done it. Had he shown strength throughout 2021, didn't have the the disastrous pullout from Afghanistan. And even before Russia went in, he said, well, Russia can do a minor incursion. And then he had to walk it back. He should have armed him. Then when he does arm him, he piecemeals it out. We'll give you certain things, but we're not going to give you this. Now we're giving this. First, we said we're not going to send tanks. Now we are. First, we're not going to send F-16s. Now we are. Mm-hmm. If you're in, you're in. If you're not, don't do that. And then one of the biggest things he did is he froze the liquefied natural gas that we could ship to Europe to wean them off Russia. So how is that helping the war effort by when the Europeans are still trying to get energy from Russia? Mm-hmm. Makes no sense to me. All right. So left or rigs, not today. Beach Baby again. Isn't there a law on the books from Biden about immigration already? He's done everything by executive action. So he t- overturned everything that Donald Trump did. So he can fix it by reversing those executive actions. But he won't do that because he's too tied to the progressive wing of his party. Okay. So, Ray, if you really wanted to ask that question, you'd be here in the studio asking it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, leftover eggs, I guess the Senate bill does address asylum, 
more judges, trial time, six months, asylum reform. But also in that same bill, it's having the American taxpayer pay for the lawyers for the illegal immigrants coming in. So we're still giving money to illegals. We're not doing anything. And the other thing is, early in the president's administra- Biden's administration, he said we're going to do everything at the source. Does nothing to address the source of why these immigrants are coming to the United States. Yeah. Crap. I'm trying to. I'm trying to text Ray the middle finger. Oh, okay, but I mean. It really doesn't, I and mean, we're getting immigrants from all over the world. We've just seen thousands from China. These are military-aged men coming in from China. Why are they coming in? Who are they reporting to? Where are they going? We don't know a lot of this stuff. So all this can be fixed if Biden would just get tougher, but he keeps blaming Republicans, and it's disingenuous. He's the fault, and every Democrat's at fault because you said your sanctuary cities— you gave benefits. California gives free health care to everybody, regardless of immigration status. Who pays for that? So, All right, John, how can you go ahead and get a hold of you? You can get a hold of us by going to UbaldiReports at gmail.com, UbaldiReports at gmail.com, or you can check us out at Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok, or check us out on previous podcasts we've done by looking at going to all the podcast streaming services. And check us out from there. And before we end this, Joe's going to talk about what he's working on. Okay, so we have a gun shop. We have a gun store. Um, We have a gunsmithing area. We have a classroom. We have a gun range. Uh, We're just waiting on some paperwork. Once our paperwork gets in, the website goes up. And then we guys can start coming in, ordering, getting memberships, and all that kind of stuff like that. And when that happens, we're going to be about, you know, if about 30 days from opening so look out for that you can follow us on all things all american gunslinger unless it's on twitch which is like all american pew pew slingers you know follow us on all social media go to our facebook page and just like the page uh tell them you heard us from you baldy reports john would like that i would like that definitely Uh, just know that there's like a few people out there be like, hey, heard you on Ubaldi Reports. Put in the message. We always answer our messages. Uh, and we're getting very, very close to having everything up and running, operational, so that you can come in and just go ahead and start shooting. So uh, we will talk to you soon about that. And keep following Ubaldi Reports. So we'll be live every Wednesday at 730 Eastern Standard Time. So till then, keep following Ubaldi Reports.